Welcome to Change. It's all about the choice podcast. I am Gabby, your host, founder of Gabby Inspires. I empower people of all ages to embrace change. I am a motivational speaker, coach, and workshop leader. I know you are unique. And I will offer in each episode humor and skill building tools that will enable you to make the right choice so you too can embrace change. Hi, it's Gabby and welcome to Change. It's all about the choice podcast. Today we are going to talk about fear, emotional fear, and what it is and why we have it. And does it leave scars? My definition of emotional fear is it's the residue from an emotional wound that has never healed. It left a scar on your heart. Now you want to know what an emotional wound is, right? (laughs) They are the hurts that only you feel in your heart. I feel They're like a stab to your heart. You really feel it. I have said to people, you hurt my heart or that hurt my heart. And it did. I felt that stab to my heart. Has that ever happened to you? Text or call me and let me know your story. I have actually felt that stab in my heart when I've been hurt. Not physically hurt, but emotionally hurt. It changed me. I didn't know that at the time. And it wasn't until recently that I became aware fear leaves scars. Yes, it does. They never go away. Sure, they fade like scars on your skin. And they get smaller. But they're still there. Let me tell you about the day I found that out. It was my reaction to a comment by someone very close to me. This person said something to me that hurt my heart. I literally felt that pain in my heart again. I felt the stab in my heart and all the hurt and insecurities come flooding back to me at that moment. That emotional fear. I wanted to go hide my head under my pillow. That's what I used to try to do when I was younger physically hide. And when I got older, I would just try to get real small and have people not see me. But I didn't do that. Do you know what I did do this time? I was sitting at my computer and I stopped and I took a deep breath and I turned and I looked at that person and I asked a question. I said, Why would you say that to me? Do you know what happened at that moment? I faced one of my personal emotional fears by confronting that person. At one time in my life, I would have never said anything bad to a person that hurt or insulted me. I would have just emotionally crumbled and hid as best as possible. And as this situation worked out, that person didn't mean to hurt me or crush my feelings or ego. It was just an offhanded comment. That's why I feel the need to talk about that stab to my heart. 
because certain words can really bring it all back. And that's when, truly, when I really became aware that fear leaves scars, these emotional fears that we all have. I made a list of mine, a few of mine anyway, what I can consider the top six. Number one is trust. Number two is fear of asking others to help. Number three, I refer to as cold feet, that feeling of never being good enough. And number four is being a people pleaser. Number five, fear of confronting people. And number six, feeling alone. Let's talk about these a little bit. Trust. I'm an honest person. Some people say brutally honest. But I value honesty. And I want people to know that when I say something or do something, it is to the best of my knowledge or power or skills to do it. I have been hurt or disappointed many times. Do you know what the worst is when people lie to me? I do not like lies or liars. I can handle the truth. I can deal with it. I don't care how bad it is, but do not lie to me. That's the worst. What about you? How do you deal with it? Do you have trust issues? I have learned that untrustworthy people are people that I like to keep at a distance. Then there's fear of asking others to help. Well, delegating is not my strong suit. I know I have to do it, but it goes back to my trust issues. Will they do it correctly? I expect people to do things correctly. This means I don't ask for help often. And that works better in my personal life, but it leaves a lot on my shoulders. And it sometimes I feel left out when I hear people say, Oh, my friend Mary came over and helped me with this today. We had a good time. It was fun. And I wonder why people don't just want to come and help me. And it's usually because they're not aware I need help because I would never ask because I fear that someone would say no. So it creates a big circle. In a work situation, this can be disastrous because you need to delegate and train. I've been in those situations where I needed to do that. And of course, I wanted them to be perfect and do their work perfectly and I wanted to hover to make sure they knew but I couldn't do that I had to let them learn I had to let them make their own mistakes and get their experience but it was so hard for me to walk away and just let it happen but it's the way to do it and I did learn to handle that situation but I still have that fear cold feet that feeling of never being good enough. I really think that comes from having low self-esteem. And I did have very low self-esteem. 
I think it started as young as grade school. Teachers can deeply hurt a child, and I mean mentally, not physically. I went to a small grade school. I only had six different teachers, and three of them left scars. And I think the subject can be a completely different podcast. But that's where low self-esteem begins with, the, with young children. I really believe that. But as you can see, each fear also plays off another fear. If you have low self-esteem, you don't want to ask people. You don't think you're good enough and you don't trust people. So they all run together. So now we're come to being a people pleaser. A people pleaser is typically someone who is willing to step up. Most people consider you as a wonderful, kind, and very helpful person. And I wanted that. I wanted everyone to like me. So, man, I was ready to offer my help and to do a job. And I really did it rather well. So at work, people would come to me. But in the back of my mind, I knew they were only coming to me because I was a perfectionist. They really didn't like me. You know, they didn't want to be my friend, per se. But th those are the fears. I hate to admit it, but I had those fears. Fear of confronting people. We've talked about this a little bit already. But why did I have this fear to begin with? I did not want to argue with people. I already knew that I wasn't good enough. Why should I confront them? Again, you see how these fears are? They play off each other. I didn't have enough confidence in myself to stand up to someone and say no or say yes or this is the way I'm going to do it. As I always felt, I just wasn't good enough. That low self-esteem kept creeping out and creeping out. Lastly, that feeling of being alone. And again, I hate to bring this back to grade school. But would I have a friend on the playground because the teacher embarrassed me in class? I was sure no one wanted to be my friend. That's this low self-esteem. Please pay attention to your young children. They may be hiding their fears. This fear still exists. And it goes back to not feeling good enough. But, as I said, when you have one emotional fear, you have more than one. They continue to grow. And they feed off one another but being a people pleaser helped pull me out of this and gave me the opportunity to become more confident because I was good at my job. It made me that go-to person if someone needed something. And I would be the one to help with the project, to get it done, or the assignment, or watch their kids. Being a perfectionist does get you a lot of work. And I usually did a good job, which means I had friends when it came to things like that. But I still had that fear of just not being good enough. 
And it wasn't until I went to college as a non-traditional student that I gained my confidence. I was really a non-traditional student. I was 48 years old. I would have never been able to do this podcast without attending my first speech class. Oh, I was a disaster. It was a disaster. I could not stand in front of that class and speak without my lips quivering. I would stop talking, bite my lip, and look at the ceiling. I was a wreck. But being a perfectionist also helped pull me out of this. I studied, listened to the professor, and wrote my speeches. For our final project, he made the class put on a debate on assisted suicide. Assisted suicide is different than euthanasia. Euthanasia is where a person who is asking for assistance to die has someone else take the action that leads to an unnatural death, like injecting a lethal drug. Assisted suicide is when a person is prescribed a drug that they must take themselves in order to end their life. And of course, being the debate, the class was broken into pros and cons, and he chose three people to be the judges, and I was one of them. And the judges had to decide if assisted suicide was illegal, immoral, or unethical. When it was my turn to present my ruling, I ruled that it was illegal, immoral, and unethical. And of course, then I had to state my case. Well, I got an A on that speech and a great big wow on my paper. I also got an A in that class. My life changed that day. I had conquered my fear of public speaking. And I was finally good enough. Fear will make you change or hold you hostage. I made a change. I started college as a non-traditional student. And it was very scary and intimidating, but I did it. I made a choice to do the best I could in every class. And I accomplished that. I graduated summa cum laude. That means with the highest honors. And yes, I'm very proud of that. And I did find my opportunity. And you're listening. It's my podcast, Change. It's all about the choice. Yes, that day, not all that long ago, when that stabbed my heart, brought back plenty of emotions, and I felt that fear. I knew fear leaves scars. But I conquered that fear, and it made me the person I am today. I can live with my scars, but they do not define me. Do any of you have emotional scars? I would like you to contact me. Let me know what you thought about this podcast. Or would you like to talk about your scars? Did you overcome them? Do you want to talk about something else? Maybe you'd like to be a guest speaker on this podcast. 
What was the change you made, the choices you faced, and the opportunities you found? I would like to know. Your input makes my podcast better. Please text me at 724-524-3464. Hey, friends. It's that time again. Time to say farewell for this episode. Thanks for listening to Change. It's all about the Choice Podcast. Please subscribe and leave a review. I would love to hear from you. Invite me to speak to your group or hold a workshop. Go to my website at gabbyinspires.com or text me at 724-524-3464. What do you want to change? It is your choice. I will see you in two weeks. In the meantime, be sure to check out my other episodes. Farewell. Farewell.